welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And this is Life Pairings. <laughs> because life is hard. Compare it with alcohol. Get out the champagne, roses, sequins, and real truths. As today's life pairing is Bachelorette with Baby Duck. Who we're talking parades, babies, mamas, and the CIA. Ooh. <laughs> now, Brittany, will yeah. you accept this rose? Help. <gasps> My rose is saved for someone else. Oh, you know oh. who that's going to? Our guest, oh. you know her, you love her, friend of the pod, Lena Newman. Yay! <laughs> Hi, this is Chris Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you so much. And um, what a pleasure. Chelsea's in the background supporting us as our she's our fact checker as always. Yeah, and live audience fact checker, <laughs> live audience, and she's in on the baby duck with us today. Yeah, this is an experience and a half. This is going to be a <laughs> full night, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what does uh, what does the Bachelorette uh, Bachelor series mean to you, Carla? Well, I'm a little, I was a little late to the game. Like, I think I started in Andy's season, I think, or something. Like, my mom, I was, I was back in Calgary visiting for, like, three weeks with my mom, and she just kind of got me hooked on it, and I always thought it was very frivolous and stupid, but actually that's part of the fun and i love making fun of people so it's super fun for judging i love that um your mom watches it i know <laughs> religiously i love it it is it is fun and silly to make fun of like it's so hokey that it's like a blast to watch it's kind of mm. sad though because you're just watching people's lives fall apart <laughs> hey isn't that short what is it short short and proud or whatever the joy and seeing others fail oh is what is it called short and frau short and frau i'm not pronouncing that right but short and frau ah. <laughs> what does it mean German. to you Brittany? um being frivolous i um well i watched it <clears throat> i haven't watched it in a long time actually i watched That's it right. starting out me and lena watched it together it was like we would have been grade 10 or 11 and jesus yeah and we started watching it and we were so obsessed Specifically, the Bachelorette season with yes, when it became the Bachelorette. Yeah. Oh, that was, was like the first time. The first time Trista yeah. and Ryan. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> the Trista yeah. and Ryan series. So we were like so into it. Like um, we were talking about before we started recording here. My uh, my mom's so cute. She'd be like, she loved to like put little things together for us, and she knew that like the watching <laughs> the finale was such a big deal to us. Mm -hmm. So she like prepared us this whole like little like buffet of cuteness. Yeah. Like she Aww. got people, she, it was like Us Magazine had, a, was the cover was Tristan Ryan. It was like, will they or won't they? <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> she had like frosty mugs that I'm sure she gave us beer underage in. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100%. We might have, might have been 18. Yeah, we might have actually. It might have been, maybe but it was. It was a long time ago. A little later. I hope we weren't 18 in grade 10, but. They <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Were we actually in grade 10? I don't know. I uh, see. I don't even know. Our fresh little faces don't look like they were, they hadn't been saddened by much. Like, we know. <laughs> we have a gorgeous picture of us. 
Yeah, we'll put it up. We'll put it up this week for the world to see of us like sitting in this like buffet of bachelorette themed items, like the magazines. And my mom made frosted mugs and like put drinks in them and made like little like I don't know. She made us whole like appetizer oh, yeah. thing and oh, it was great. It was amazing. That's what I nice. think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I haven't watched it in a long time, and uh, it's I was in Medicine Hat recently. The beautiful southern city of Medicine Hat, Alberta. Uh, <laughs> Gorgeous. And I stumbled mm-hmm. into this bar, and the the barkeep was like this older lady. <laughs> the bar mistress. <laughs> the barmaid. <laughs> the barmaid. Yeah, oh, I did. <laughs> Whiskey gal. I, uh, <laughs> so I walked into the this like bar that looked sort of half closed, but I really wanted to drink after the show, and so I I stopped. I stupored in and I was like, hey, are you guys open? And she was like, yeah, we're watching a thing. So sit down. If you want a drink, you can get it during the commercials. And I look up and she's just watching The Bachelor. <laughs> what a legend. Oh, she yeah. was so sassy. And she was so funny. And there's like, there was like me, um, the cook was there and this like mm-hmm. table of two dudes. And the, the, she was so sassy. And she would only let you order during the commercials of The Bachelorette. <laughs> and the guys were like, can I get a Burt Reynolds? Do you know what that is? And she's like, I'm 65 years old. I've been working this job <laughs> since I was fucking 10. Of course, I know that. <laughs> Burt Reynolds is. That's crazy. So anyways, that is my, that is my uh, most recent experience with the show. But I haven't watched it in quite a while. Lena, what right. does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? Um... Honestly, not much. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been watching it the whole time, right? No. Um, I did take a break. There's about 400 seasons, so I missed <laughs> maybe like 200. Right. But I have been watching it the last, um, definitely last few years. Yeah. Um, no, it's just, it's an early reality show. I think that's what it was like so great for me because it kind of introduced um, everyone to reality shows. Like it was like right. Survivor and like The Bachelor. And now, like, all that shit's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. I love it. It's a good excuse to um, have some wine and... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, like... yeah no, it, I mean, it's highly entertaining. It's, it is highly entertaining, yeah. but it's, it's great. Like, mm-hmm, I really do mm-hmm. it. Well, would you guys like to know why it's so highly entertaining? Yes. Yes. Um, because our brain, cra- they've literally designed that show to hook you. It's like, right. it's like an algorithm for like TV crack. All those, <laughs> yeah. all the shows. So the psychology behind it all is, I mean, it's just like, they're literally reality show television. It's sort of reality, but not really. It's this like fantastical version of reality that you right. so desperately crave thinking exists Mm -hmm. so you like want it to be real you want those you want to watch people fall in love and you watched it happen on a movie but that's not real this is real but it's not really real (laughs) and then your brain sort of compartmentalizes all those things and just lets you fall in love with it and the drama like it's cast you know each each member of the show is cast so they're, they're all designed to fill a specific role in what somebody would let to fill like a cast like you would cast a movie but it's all we get hooked in on the reality of it right right because they usually do have like a bit of a a, a, you know they have like the athlete they'll have the like 
sort of stereotype stereotypical guys for i guess for all the audience members they never really thought about it for, yeah they kind of do they cast for one us of the, <laughs> i don't know carly you probably noticed because we've been watching the most recent mm. one one of the <laughs> one of the guys was a boy band manager yeah. <laughs> did you remember like that's like his of one of one band apparently yeah one- like what? But it's also 2020, and <laughs> what are you doing with your life? And it's not K-pop. If it was K-pop, well, that would make sense. sense I was just gonna say there's yeah. like no American boy bands anymore. No, it's all kind of the K-pop well, stuff. Right? Yeah, so I don't know what the one guy. Is. Obviously, not much. But those are the funniest. The little names they give them. Underneath. Yeah, those are like, funny. Who even knows if they're true? Like or sometimes not. they'll just be like what a- Canadian <laughs> yeah, and like. like- <laughs> <laughs> well, the Canadian. The Canadian. Well, speaking of Canadians, actually, there is a psychologist hmm. who uh, helps cast the show, and he is Canadian. His name is Dr. Stein. Oh. He's based out of Toronto, and he earned his PhD at the University of Ottawa and is an emotional intelligence expert with an experience mitigating human crises for people en- engaged in active combat, counterterrorism, and con- uh, contrived drama. This is the level of psychology you, you need to have to cast a show like this. Oh my god, I bet his dad is so proud of the Oh my goodness. Does. So previously that's so funny. Previously in the like in his former career he consulted uh, psychological testing for the Canadian Forces special units and the Pentagon and the FBI as oh. well as is the CIA. <laughs> And then uh, later on in his career, he has come to uh, consult for dozens of TV shows, uh, The Bachelor being one of them, and uh, Big Brother Canada, the original Survivor, The Apprentice. Oh, my Uh, God. So here's a little article. I bet you the money's a lot better in the... <laughs> for well, it's just like anything, and this is sort of like an out of the uh, off topic reference, but you know, like Steven Tyler was quoted in an article of something, or he was on a podcast, I think, and they were saying, like, why do you want to do uh, American Idol? Like, isn't oh, that, right. Yeah, that's hmm. right. Yeah. Like, isn't that embarrassing? Oh, right, like, yeah. this late in your career, like, you're a, like a bona fide rock star who everybody loves, and you're doing yeah. fucking American Idol. And he was like, the money. Well, yeah. He's <laughs> like, like- and he could make like a million dollars a day. Yeah. And, and they, he yeah. could make two million. <laughs> yeah. He just said it's so easy and the money's so good. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. um, there's quite a lot that goes into casting these uh, people. And uh, Dr. Stein had, did an interview. And I'll, I'll just read a little thing from uh, CheatSheet.com. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's actually CheatSheet.com slash entertainment slash what psychologist oh. looks for when casting The Bachelor hyphen. It's <laughs> 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 a really specific TV. look. HTTP slash org. It may seem like networks are trying to assemble the most problematic cast they can, but according to Stein, it's actually a very intricate process casting a reality show. When professional like when professionals like Stein are interviewing potential contest- contestants, they are they use a series of si- scientifically validated tests. Often, the show's psychologist will test for emotional intelligence as well as give an IQ test because <laughs> they want dummies. I feel like they don't do that, okay. or maybe you have to hit a certain low level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not like how high is your emotional intelligence? Yeah, it's how exactly. low is your emotional Yeah, it's like one dumb dumb for you, one dumb dumb for me. Um, 
<laughs> Stein told Flair he's looking for two things in particular. One is mental health issues, uh, and two is psych psychopathy pathology. Psychopathology. He doesn't want to find psychopathy. Uh, psychopathy. 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 Yeah. He doesn't want psychopaths. Well, you know what? They failed on that. <laughs> so. We want to, he says, we want to screen out for any serious problems with addiction or anger. So he's like, we don't want oh. people to like come on here. We don't want heroin addicts who have rage problems. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> the That's second fair. part looks into the actual character characteristics, like how they behave in certain scenarios, he told the publication. Producers are trying to put together a group of people that will be entertaining but not tiresome, memorable but not too in your face. It's a very uh, delicate balance, Stein says. Uh, The reality show casting process is akin to casting a Broadway play. Hmm. Exactly. I wonder how similar it is to like who he then hires at the FBI. Yeah, I mean or Pentagon or something. <laughs> like like how does that track? I would love to know if they're like, oh, actually these qualities are in both of the things. Well, I don't think he um casts the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to sound like a snit when I said that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think he's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's like this guy would be good I don't for think, office yeah drama. i don't think it's like a transferable <laughs> test that they're doing from the bachelorette to the FBI. <laughs> but uh exaggerated characters elicit reactions even from the cheap seat uh through the producers or though the producers attempt to put together a colorful cast of characters stein says reality contestants often have one thing in common i would say 90 percent of the people score high on i'll let you guys guess what it is narcissism yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally <laughs> yeah 90 percent of the people oh, yeah, are, guess... like sky score very high as narcissists if you're shy or introverted you're not going to be great on reality tv yeah that yeah, actually that that's... totally makes sense that's a introvert's yeah. worst nightmare <laughs> yeah. yeah living with a bunch of strangers like, hey. for three months yes and being on camera being filled oh all my the god time. yeah and like that you're most vulnerable too like you're trying to like fall in mm-hmm. i mean like some people are going on there to get famous but i mean there's got to be the odd genuine person on there oh yeah who really wants yeah, to I like get so. married at the end of it yeah they do trick us into that every well, time that's true. they're like they're here for the right reasons i mean sometimes it's obvious that they're not right <laughs> And that's usually the one they pick. I love the bros that go on there that are just having fun with the bros. I know. I love that. That's my favorite. Like when they're like, they're like, oh yeah, who that bitch? And they're just like slamming beers into their (laughs) cannibals. Yeah. Hannah's season was pretty good for that. That's where you get the like Tyler Cameron, all those guys that came out of there and they seem to be all, I mean like that's the thing is some of these people are just genuinely nice humans. And they may be social media influencers, but they, right. you know, they're still they lovely nice. people. So, but also yeah. on the other side too, there's the um, even a lot of the girls, which you would think were just gonna be bitchy and catty, a lot of them have developed real yeah. friendships, and they're just there to hang out. Yeah, and yeah, they're just like they're having fun. I feel like if the three of us were on there, we'd just be like, <laughs> well, we'd be sent God. home immediately. Immediately, we'd be yeah. like, we wouldn't like, even make that first to talk cut. to the lead. <laughs> When you even get out the limo. Stop getting drunk and trying to run around the, the Just mansion. Just fall out the limo. 
like a princess. <laughs> like the princess. Yo, they like the numbers don't even make sense. He like only gets rid of the three of us, but the like everyone else gets to stay. Like they're just like, yo, no, you have to vote off fifteen to start. And he's like, no, no, no. I had, yeah. He's I, like, this was this was not fair to everyone else. It's like every class I ever took. They're like, Brittany being in this class is not fair to anybody else's fucking. <laughs> she ruins everybody's attempt to learn. I'm so like conflict. <laughs> like wary too that i would be right in there like all the time trying to make sure everybody's getting along best as they can i would like, be, I'd be the, camp counselor in this thing it would be hard not to be i mean i'm not naturally like bitchy so i was just trying to be mm-hmm. making friends oh yeah i don't like any i don't probably like- wouldn't even talk to the guy because i'm so shy <laughs> <laughs> right i'd be like i'm so self-deprecating that i'd be like I feel like I'd be there, like, for the first, like, three minutes. I'd be like, oh, my God, get a load of these hotties. Fatty will hang out in the corner and have a little drinky drink. And then, like, everybody, the fans would love me, but the fucking Bachelor would hate me. Right. Like, my- I would be, I know I'm bad for gossip, so I'd be 100%. Like, I want conflict resolution, but I also like to so you need maybe to start sow some conflict. seeds. Oh, to resolve. Yeah, like my, I have to control every aspect of it. But like my, what do you call those? Like the, the face, the camera when they do the one-on-one under the camera or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. That I would just be like listing people that I'm like that girl's hair is too short. This girl, I don't like her shoes. This one, be like bawling my eyes out. Weird words. (laughs) The entire time, dude, like like, pan Selena. She's like ah, (laughs) crying for no reason, just an emotional wreck. From all just the, holding on to chris harrison being like why are you making me do this yeah. dude i love to pretend like okay first of all i do not like conflict i don't like to actually have like the conflict yeah. but i no. do love a shit talk and it's like it's like my new year's yeah. resolution every year is i'm like i'm gonna stop shit talking the people that i love most in the world and then as soon as i like right. hang up the phone with one of you and i'm like get a load of this bitch <laughs> I know. Can you imagine if like producers were like, "Tell us what you really think." You're, we're, it's just you and I here. Oh, immediately, just say it to the camera. I'd be like, oh, Tara yeah, walks around, and you're like, "Your shit doesn't stink." Fucking Catherine. <laughs> Catherine's like, "He's gonna love me," and I'm like, "Guess what, Kate Town? Nobody loves you." <laughs> like I'd be like immediately going for laughs, and I just would be so hated. You'd be loved, yeah. Loved, hated. Oh, I want to see this version of Bachelor. Oh my god! I would also be dressed like, <laughs> what's her name from Bridesmaids, the sister-in-law, Megan. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent in the like golf wear. One hundred percent. I would be like in a pole boy cap and, and like, like a golf shirt. and a golf shirt and like <laughs> b- bowling shoes. Yes. Like, it would just be, like, a, an entire nation begging me to come out. They'd be like, come on. <laughs> You're like, don't you think any of these girls are pretty? You're like, well, the Bachelor is kind of on the girl. Like, just, guy. like, my sexuality would make no sense to anybody. They were like, you're wearing bowling shoes, but you're also just, like, fucking dry humping pictures of wieners. It's like, how did you get cast? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> how are you here? Oh, God, they'd be so confused by it all. He was just like, oh, the psychologist is Canadian. I just, you know, appeal to his Canadian sense. I'm like, I immediately, I'm like, you know, Dr. Stein? I suck that dick. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. I need to be loved and laughed at. And 
I'm so sorry that I've ruined this for everyone. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Oh, I love it. I Jesus. Love it. Well, I think we've all determined that we would <laughs> that we would never go on uh, the Bachelor. No. We... we would never be cast for that. Especially because they have a true two drink minimum per hour, which actually is... I did Wait, hear that. that yes. bad. They have to be drunk. No, no, that's actually a lot. Oh no, I thought it was a maximum because of like um. Is it well? Yeah, but is it like per hour or per stuff. night? Um, I I heard that they were because if it's a two off, drink like, minimum or maximum, they couldn't drink yeah. that much. I've noticed in this season people are more sober and it's kind of boring. But also we had to just go through in the if you're listening to this in a different time, we just watched Claire's boring season where then oh, thankfully she's thank gone God. now and Tasha's and Tasha, fine love girl we yeah. love you. <laughs> that's actually probably mm-hmm. pretty good that they like oh, cap it off so at much. two drinks because literally like honestly i always think like i'm fine and then like after the third or fourth drink i'm like i want you all over <laughs> to the night i see <laughs> people are like that's not even the word <laughs> well and some of these girls are like they're like 85 pounds. If you gave them two drinks, they'd be on the yes. floor. And they used to be. <laughs> there used. To, I remember there was a one season yeah. where this bee like got so lit, and she was. They went to like a fancy dinner, and she was like ordering. And she's like, "We'll get another bottle of champagne, please." Oh my god! And the guy was just like, oh, "I think you've had enough." She's like, "I think you've had enough." <laughs> I guess that's why we have housewives. Is that that's that that thing? What? That's what that's for? Because they get oh, very drunk house, on yeah. Housewives. Yeah. You know what? I actually, I think I'm one of the only people that doesn't watch that. I don't watch it either. I okay. got into it, like, maybe a year ago. I kind of go in and out. It's a good, yeah. like, just trash like show to watch. up my alley. I just haven't really watched it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a bunch of rich bitches, like, getting shit-faced and uh, going on adventures. <laughs> in other people's yeah. houses, generally. Yeah, they just, uh... <laughs> They're mm-hmm. yeah, they're interesting. Somebody I can't even remember what I was watching last night, but I think it was like maybe like Jimmy Kimmel or something, and he was just like, "Yeah, you guys." They were making fun of the Crown, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we have royalty here. They're mm. called the Housewives." <laughs> I'm not looking forward to hearing my own voice on this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is not going to be an episode. <laughs> Carla will have to use her impeccable editing skills. She has a. I think it's the baby duck. I feel like I've reverted back to. Yeah, we've literally had two sips, and we're like, you know what? It tastes. You know what it tastes like is witch's brew. Do you remember (laughs) that from like when we were in school? Were they just giving us baby duck? Can you imagine? It was the '90s, probably. Those two. God bless those teachers. Thanks, Catholic school. They were like so. They didn't do anything, (laughs) so they probably did give us booze. Right. They probably did give us witch's brew. Oh, but guess what? This baby duck. Actually, I'm kind of starting to like it. Really? Yeah, it tastes like sour but beer. Very... It tastes like a sour. Yeah. Like if I had too. a pint of this, it's very small bubbles. I don't know what that means, but very, very small, small bubbles. bubbles. Very yeah. small bubbles. That's a sommelier. I gotta mean something special. <laughs> Shall we move on to the history story? All right, I'm gonna talk about bride parades. Bride parades. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it actually is very similar to Bachelorette uh, casting. So this is a custom in Byzantium for Byzantium emperors and Russian czars. 
Uh, and it was also took place in Imperial China. So this is a way to pick your wife or your concubine or in some cases your maid. Oh my god, what does concubine uh, mean? Yeah, Brittany and like I are Like your whore. Oh! You're like, yeah. You're like prostitute for the oh. harem. Like, you Brittany know. learns a new word. <laughs> Brittany learns a new word. Concubine. <laughs> A new oh, segment gonna, of the show. We're going to use that all the time now. <laughs> we do. We, it's like every like third episode, I like yeah. learn a new word where I'm just like, oh my God. I know. I listen to this religiously. <laughs> Lena outs herself for not listening to this podcast once I a week. I do listen to it. <laughs> okay. So th- there was a, par- go on, please. Okay, so it's not quite a parade, but it's it's a basically like a, a choosing. This is how you pick your new person you're going to sleep with, let's be honest. So this is regularly used in the 16th and 17th century in Russia. Um, Ivan IV, also known as Ivan the Terrible, chose all three wives this way. And then they ended it shortly. I'm assuming shortly after that, because I don't think he killed any of them. I think he's right. a bit crazy. Uh, it actually started in Imperial China in the Song Dynasty. This is back in like 960. Okay. So it's been around for quite a while. And this was not only a way to choose an empress, but also consorts and concubines for the emperor. So the other thing, too, is like, I mean, if you're emperor, you're not wandering around the streets looking for a lady. No. So you've got to kind of get somebody to bring you, cast you as you know ah, yes. to cast you a whore uh, uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so they'd bring a selection of women so a lot of the times it would be the eunuchs who would go and get um like 500 girls let's say this happened a lot of the times it happened um every three years and originally um it didn't matter what your social background was you know, women were chosen from poor families and because they were then taken into the palace, a, parent, a lot of the parents would have felt like this is the potential for a better life, but also they didn't have a right. choice. Once a girl hit, uh, I think it's like between 13 to 16, they were going as part of the bridal right. selection. Much like so, Priscilla Presley. No choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did marry Elvis. Wait, I don't know this story. Um... Well, she was like 14 years old and Elvis was like 25 and he was in Germany and he met Priscilla and then he like sort of just <laughs> groomed her until she was his wife, essentially. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That worked out great for all of them. Yeah. It? My dad always says he didn't do nothing with her until she was 21. And I was like, not even blowjays? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and you're right. Like, he didn't. He married mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, yeah, whatever else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these were kind of known to be selected as the elegant females. And there was a criteria, but it would vary between the emperors. But a lot of the times it was just that it was all young unmarried women. Um, if you were married, physically disabled, or had deformities, you were exempt. So I do wonder how many people were like, I'm just going to cut my cheek and just 
get out of this shit, so I won't you have to go. Lose a finger just so you're like, that's <laughs> I don't have a foot. Sometimes that's how I would like look yeah. at the insurance manual <laughs> when I was working in the trade. I'd like, I'd be like, which one of you is gonna get me twenty thousand dollars? Yeah. <laughs> um, they were inspected for skin infections, body hair, body odor, etc. All that stuff. Which I actually read somewhere that you do get tested for STDs to go on the Bachelorette. Our oh, 100%. So, Can you imagine is, you like fall in love with some gal and she's like, oh, I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning. I am HIV positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I probably should have brought this up six months ago. They have to go through like extensive medical. A hundred. Just, mm-hmm. I don't know, just so there's no weird like liabilities yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, also, you're supposed to be picking um, the cream of the crop here. That's not, you know, you don't want any yeah. duds in there. You don't want any hammer toes or any fucking wonkers. Yeah. <laughs> no herpes. So this kind of changed in the 1600s. The uh, King Emperor started to exclude the Han population in China and instead only chose from the eight banners families who were either Manchurian or Mongolian. So this has kind of also been a little bit of racial grooming because the whole thing about sort of choosing these women obviously if you're the uh, empress you know obviously you will have a bit of power and you know producing an heir but the thing is is whoever is the first to produce the heir for the emperor no matter if it's the empress or one of his concubines she then gets to be promoted so this is kind of your way up in the world they would be taught Painting, reading, writing, chess, and dancing. Um, and they would generally they would pick several girls um, within this whole selection. It kind of did sound exactly like the Bachelorette, <laughs> yeah, like or Bachelor, because it would be. So in 1621, Ming Emperor Taiji sent eunuchs to find 5,000 women between the ages of 13 and 16, and then they would stand in lines of 100 according to age. And then the first elimination, or not getting a rose, <laughs> would be for being too tall, too fat, too skinny, too short, or whatever. And then you kind of just keep going through. So it's basically just like Bachelorette. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, that's exactly except for there's probably less dates. Except they're like holding skills over their heads. They're like, guess who's not going to learn how to paint this week, fatty? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, bye-bye. <laughs> Because you'd have to read a book on chess, huh? The uh, last step in this process would be that you had to serve the emperor's mother's maids and her needs. So basically, you would get picked, like, the emperor would pick, like, a bunch of girls or whatever. And then they had to go, like, sleep by his mother's side so she could make sure that they didn't snore or talk or walk in their sleep. So I don't know if this is a thing that Chris Harrison takes on, maybe. Yeah, like I think a... he, he is the guy. Final. Chris Harrison has to sleep next to each person to make sure they don't have any weird sleep stuff. <laughs> you know, like that sleep app that tells you when you like snored and when you farted? Right. That's what Chris Harrison does. Yeah. It's just yeah. Chris Harrison. It's just in his contract. Uh, he's got, he just carries he that show. Like, you know, he's like, well, someone he has to, he gets a He gets a signing <laughs> bonus if he picks out four farters. <laughs> God, does this guy does he have like a family? Because I don't see how he spends like 
anytime yeah, away, he does. <laughs> away from Bachelor Nation. I know. know. Bachelor Nation. Apparently he had to leave during this season because his son was going to college for the first time. and so he College? How old is Chris Harrison? So, oh my yeah. god. Okay. I Christopher know. Brian Harrison is an American television game show host best known for his role on the ABC. Okay, let's see. Only known as for hosting The Bachelor, yes. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. No. He's probably a trillionaire. No. Okay, who wants to take a stab at his age? Forty-eight. Ooh, I was going to say that. Forty-nine. Oh. Very oh, good. I, that was very you know, you can't sneak in know. halfway through. With, I, I was. Uh, well, I, I was, was going to say, say 52. that. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah. He's not. Does he have a family uh, yet? He has ch- two children, Joshua and Taylor, and uh, married boys or a boy and a girl. Let's or click. two girls. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Hey. These new names. Oh, yeah. Joshua could be a girl's name. Two girls. Yeah. Two, Joshua and Taylor. Twin girls. <laughs> Great. Great. Cool. Uh, yeah, hey. Oh, actually, one boy, one girl. You were correct. For is Josh no, Taylor's the girl. The girl. <laughs> Josh is the girl. Taylor's the boy. <laughs> Chad is the dog. <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> oh, those Chads. You gotta yeah. watch out for them. Back to yeah, the sorry. concubines. It was ideal for them to be virtuous. Take yeah. on the bachelor. Uh, docile. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not too much drama. And listen to her emperor. No, exactly. But she would. you do have to listen to yeah, the lead. Right? Yeah. If you're, you know. So they would enter the forbidden city between the ages of 13 and 16. They would likely never see their families again. Um... And they were forbidden to leave. Like, they would live within this inner court. Some of the women were being employed as maids as well, not just concubines. But basically, like, if the emperor saw you, wanted to do you. Now commonly known as Epstein Island. <laughs> right? This is exactly. essentially what this is, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, if they gave birth to a male, they would be elevated to imperial consorts. So, uh, especially if you're the first one to have, like, the first male for that emperor, because he was then going to be the heir. So it didn't matter if you were married or whatever to this guy. If you had his baby, you, baby mama, you were, you were going up in the world. So, I assume that's similar in Bachelor, but that's (laughs) post-Bachelor, the episode. That's what happens after. essentially. I mean, it's just like... Well, it is. Yeah, that's the royal family. <laughs> the royal family. Yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The crown is so addictive. Although I don't think they would let. Oh, I can't stop. I watched. Yeah, I watched the whole season in less than like a, two days. I'm getting a very dirty look from Chelsea because she's just finding out this information because we watched the first four episodes. Oh, no, you watched yeah. it without her. <laughs> and I've done it to her twice in like two weeks with the Queen's Gambit. Oh, I heard that. Oh, so good. So obviously it's pretty boring on the bachelor at time cuz you don't have your phone. You're not allowed to watch TV, which is basically one well, there's no way I could well, be. Oh, like when they're in um, the like you couldn't watch the crown. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when when they're in like the no crown the compound nothing. or whatever. The I think the whole time you're not allowed to watch TV. You're not allowed to be on yeah. your phone. But even like I think when you go no, you're not allowed Actually, to Actually that phone. makes sense. I think all reality TV shows are kind of like that. Yeah. Like, I think when something, because sometimes, like, people's family has, like, family emergencies, 
I think it's like they have to call another production or something right. and then right. they're the ones that go tell the people. But yeah, so it's very boring. And same for if you're a concubine because the, the emperor's not going to have sex all the time. Sometimes he just got to do yeah. work. Yeah. So and I mean, if he has you'd have to be playing around. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Fuck everyone, every, yeah, you, I mean, he may not get around to you for a long time. I was gonna say if you're and if you're like a dud, totally exactly. not. <laughs> if you're like a dud on that lineup, you might get in once a year. Really, fifty yeah. bitches. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. What if he finds a girl who turns yeah. her homework in first? That kind of gal, you know, who's really putting her heart into it. <laughs> oh my god, she'd be first on the list, and she'd think she's like, oh, I'm number one, I'm number one. But you're like, oh, I'm number fucking forty eight, yeah. and I'm no, no. I'm sitting happy. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're like, I am loving not sucking his shriveled dick unless you then accidentally have the baby and then you're going you're going up yeah that's true you've, you've leapfrogged to the top it's rushed so. until someone has a baby and then i think it's clear sailing if yeah. you're at yeah. the bottom of the barrel yeah go back to dudsville yeah. yeah that's where i would want yeah me. yeah me too where i am exactly <laughs> where i am floating now, in the pool that's the problem... where i want to be. <laughs> not on the edge of this place the problem would be when the emperor died Ooh, yeah. because they were not allowed to remarry after the emperor died and they couldn't go home. So they actually have like a palace called the Palace of Compassion and Tranquil- <gasps> Tranquility for the concubines to go live in once they the emperor died. So the new emperor would come in. Maybe, maybe you could get in with him, but likely you're just going to hang out in this little would, like Yeah, go to the palace. palace. Doesn't sound half bad. Get some arsenic up in that guy's drinks yeah. and go to the Palace of Tranquility. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be in, you know, 20, 30 years, there'll be like a home for former bachelor <laughs> and bachelorette um, contestants where they just like, you know, they're doing their social media influencing for their new diapers that they're wearing. Oh my God. They, it's like Bachelor in Paradise, but in oh, a I home. It's going to be great. So what is the... <laughs> Sorry, I mean, <laughs> what is Bachelor in Paradise? Um, it's former contestants that um they send them to like a all inclusive resort basically, yep. and then they all just hook up with each other. Yeah. Oh my god! But it's all like former contestants, and you new. get to so it's all like people from past seasons. Like it's pretty hilarious and really cheesy and gross, but it's yeah, really but it's really good. Um, but you do have to, you have to get a, ro- like, every week, either the girl side or the boy side gets roses. Right, yeah. And then they get to give them out. And if you don't get a rose, then you have to go home. Oh, but they did have, they actually, you say that, Lena, that only contestants come on. But last year, they had somebody who wasn't contestant, really? who was also a lady for another lady. Oh, right. So, um, Demi's girlfriend. I think she already. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember. She's already dating her or something, and then I don't know. But, but anyway, that's why she was so, on there. She wasn't like new, new. But yeah. No, yeah, you're right. She was like new to the show. So you know, sometimes Bachelor and Bachelorette take a slight step forward into the 20th century. Sure. Well, you know what though? It's not like a misogynistic thing, really, because they do the Bachelorette too. So it's like not like something you can be like. It's still yeah. misogynistic. There's still like if you sleep with somebody and you're a girl, you get you know. It's still. It's kind of set up still within traditional romantic values. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. They're like, hey, go to this island and bang. And then... And then now you're in trouble because you banged that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, Bachelor in Paradise feels much more equal and like... I think that's why I like it. Not as... Yeah. The, The formal show, I think, because they have to stick to this 
format is much more traditional yeah. uh, gender roles and like I love it for like one of the contestants to be like actually you know what I'm not into the lead I'm into my uh, this guy over here yeah. we're gonna go off and get that would be lovely oh, I would love totally. that to happen or a big old like gay bachelor oh I would love that <sighs> Be be so but the thing good. is it'd be hard because it'd be like one dude and then just like the other day be like i don't give a you know <laughs> yeah i don't like this i like this other guy way better i know it would be yeah you could only do a bachelor in paradise yeah, do bachelor yeah. Paradise. gay bachelor, paradise. bachelor paradise. dude this is my heaven but also there'd be just so much sex they wouldn't be able to no. film yeah, any of it happen. for like no one would, it would television. Just, <laughs> it'd be chaotic fucking mess it would be amazing oh it'd be so oh, entertaining i'd love it Please do please. Gay Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, please. Um, yeah. ABC producers. <laughs> I thought maybe they had a Canadian one where he was bi, but I don't well, know. Well, they definitely had, like, Canadian had... Bachelor and all that. But yeah. I don't know if he had, like, boys oh. and girls on. Remember that? Do you guys remember that Tila Tequila show? Oh, yeah. Tila Tequila. MTV where she was um, dating. It was, like, a Bachelor thing. But it was, like, um, badass. Much more, like cheesy and mtv and crazy um but she was dating both right. girls and boys yeah she was like she was guys basically- oh, okay. and girls sorry she was basically like flavor flav <laughs> what a, yeah what a dick she was like outlandish. <laughs> she a random ass person she was rad um right. all right very cool is that is that the story mm-hmm. that is and it actually ended not that long ago um it kind of fell out of favor and especially once the the dynasty, the king di- king king dynasty, king king, yep, I'm gonna say that uh, in 1912 was overthrown. But like that was like a thousand. It was like a thousand years. Oh wow! So so ABC took up the mantle and run. and created its own show. <laughs> what? The Bachelor will go on for so long. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like, it's gonna be like another thousand, two thousand years of the Bachelor. They gotta start pumping something into Chris Harris. <laughs> yeah. He has to be immortal forever. He really will. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna... Now, Brittany, do you have a uh, news I story? thought I would read some. I looked up The Bachelor. I typed it into my little news mm-hmm. uh, finder. Here's what I do. I, I type in uh-huh. The Bachelor, and then I just click news on Google. But I just <laughs> wanted you all to know how stupid The Bachelor is. So I'm just going to read the top titles, okay? U.S. Weekly. Rachel Lindsay reveals Claire Crawley and Dale Moss actually spent more time together than with her. Okay? (gasps) People, that's the number one headline. Number two. Tyler Cameron teases appearance on Matt James' upcoming Bachelor season one. I recently saw him, in quotes. Um, Title number three. I love Tyler, by the way. I know, me too. I thought you were saying that you, Brittany, had seen him. No, title number three, Becca uh, Kufin, season 14 of The Bachelorette. Where are they now? Oh, poor Becca. She's got to roll shit. Yeah, she married kind of a dickhead. Actually, I don't know that they got married. No, I think they were engaged. She got engaged on the show to a dickhead, and then... He what? Yeah, he's he's a rapist. What the fuck was his name? It doesn't matter. Garrett. 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 Yeah. Garrett. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um yeah, she got like picked as the the winner of Aries. Yes. Aries, whatever the fuck his and name then... is. 
And then he broke up with her to marry, to marry somebody else. And then she had her own season and she found this guy. And then during this was all during the like election period. I guess Garrett was maybe she figured out he was maybe not a little, a little more, a little more right wing than she thought. She had hoped. She thought, um, and then the final title mm-hmm. here, just to seal the deal: How pregnant is Crystal Nielsen? Is learn? Oh, sorry. How pregnant Crystal Nielsen is learning to embrace her changing bodies. No more judging. Oh my god. Like all these oh yeah now she, well crystal i know who crystal is she but. yeah she was originally like a baddie and then bachelor at paradise she turned around to you guys you know what i'm trying to do that i feel like is being railroaded i'm trying to prove to the people that this is really <laughs> stupid and then every time yeah. i say a title you guys are like and we're oh not my helping God. sorry <laughs> no that just proves everybody here <laughs> and around the world that carla and i are yeah. stupid no <laughs> I think it proves that I am I'm yeah. like a, I think I'm the Grinch. I'm the Bachelor Grinch. Everyone's like, oh my god, that's really, that's really that's exciting. Okay. And I'm like, no, it's stupid. I think we can all acknowledge it is stupid. It is. But the whole thing is like Bachelor in the last however many years, maybe not that long, but like it really has taken on a thing. Like it's it's a huge. You can't watch Bachelor and not be on Twitter at the same time. Like it, the online aspect oh, of it is sure. huge. There's one guy that just like his name is Reality Steve and he just like knows all the spoilers and releases them and it's basically like we're watching um you know leaked documents come out from the military right. but it's the bachelor. <laughs> He's like the Edward Snowden of bachelor. Oh my god. <laughs> Lena, do you want to tell us uh, about um Baby Duck? I would love to. First of all, tell us why you chose Baby Duck. Hmm. <laughs> so typically on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, when they have their rose ceremonies, they drink champagne. And normally it's Dom Perignon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Well, that was online. Who knows if that's true? Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. that's expensive. That's what, you know, drinks. And like, <laughs> it's about $180 a bottle. Um, but when you're watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette, you're poor and sleazy (laughs) so you drink (laughs) I drink something along those lines yeah Um, so baby duck is kind of the perfect yeah perfect beverage I thought so too because I thought it was um, when you mentioned it I was like it's so fun because it's just like it sort of embodies the qualities of the show which are just like champagne but it's not, it you know, not it's not at all. <laughs> and it's like, it has like a fake, it even has a fake cork in it. It's like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so cheap. It's $10. Yeah. So much. I got a yeah. 1.5 liter bottle, which was the smallest bottle I could find. <laughs> and by the way, I'm by myself here. Um, for $11 in, in a BC liquor store. Oh my God. Yeah. You can't even buy like a beer. That would be like seven fifty in Alberta. (laughs) I know it's crazy. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Yeah, one point two five liters of this. I don't think I'm gonna get through most of it. Oh my god! It's got a it's got a color too to it. You know, it's kind of a pinky. Pink, but like it's more pink than rosé. Like it's red and yeah. I mean, it it looks like juice. It looks like Kool Aid. It's um, (laughs) and it's Canadian. I didn't realize it was um a Canadian brand. Yep. Oh, Hungarian immigrant Ooh. Andrew Peller 
founded Andres Wines in 1962 in the BC community of Port Moody. Yes. Um, and later, oh. his family would become known for Peller Estates. Oh, I know that. We all know Peller Estates, Name. right? Yeah. Um, began selling wine called Shante. Um, <laughs> also, I feel like a very reality TV show name. Shantae. She's still alive. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm thinking of, Sha- of uh, Shantae. Oh, yes. <laughs> she's still alive, too. No, she's not. Aaliyah's, Aaliyah's dead. God <laughs> damn. Aaliyah. Oh, where are we going here? Okay, so um, it's sold in red, Shantae. white, and rosé varieties. Yes, the Shantae. Um, and it, it was like no alcohol content. It was very low. Kind of like oh. Baby Duck. Like Baby Duck only has like 7%. Right. Um, I did not know that when we picked it. <laughs> it seems like it's more. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, it tastes like it's. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like six point nine or seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. 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 And what's normally wine's like twelve usually around. Yeah, like a cheap wine would be twelve. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. But and actually, yeah, a cheap wine would be twelve percent, like eleven, twelve, thirteen. So yeah, right. it's pretty low. He had actually more success. So he created Baby Duck and then had more success in 1971 with the creation of Cold Duck. Oh, yeah. Cold Duck (laughs) was a 12% blend of cheap, sparkling, white, and burgundy wines that was hugely popular in the U.S. So Andres couldn't secure a patent for the name in Canada. However, all these, like, imitators um, popped up. What's more, because of its relatively high alcohol content, Cold Duck was taxed at $2.5250 per gallon, which seriously cut into profits. That's, like, a lot to be charged on each gallon. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, $2.50 a gallon is a lot. What happened was... So, um, by blending Shantae's red and white varieties, Andres created Baby Duck. And it was only taxed at 25 25 cents per gallon. Um, And it was hugely Oh, compared to 250? Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) Probably because it was the two (laughs) wines that he he had and blended together. And that's why it's, I think, the color that it is. It's like the red and white. Right. It's like not really rosé. It's like so. Right. Even in the winemaking world, like, you know, beyond this being the cheapest thing and the funniest thing, the mm-hmm. blends like get a lot of rap. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like, it's like a, you know, if you go and get like, I'm trying to think of like a really, like a pothic or something like that. It's just like, it's like not oh, anything. God. It's like a blend of 30 different wines, yeah. you know, to try to make yeah. it. <laughs> That's like what it is. They're like, this is what we found in the bottom of all the barrels, and then we stuck it in a bottle. Sorry, Apothic, but it's, you're not No, okay. it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, really popular for a while, that Apothic. Oh, yeah. like Yeah. It was... I think it still is, because it's cheap. That's true. Is it still popular, though? I think, you know what? It's so funny. When anybody gets you a bottle of Apothic, you're like, well, fuck you, too. Yeah. <laughs> but i think people see it as like a name like if you don't know anything about wine like people have brought me in and i assume they just kind of that's you know it's name brand recognition right they don't know anything about wine so in the liquor store like you know. in every liquor store you walk in and there's like a big display of apothic 
like right yeah. when you walk yeah, in like they do have like a selling feature which is something that the baby duck has a, had as well like I, my parents talked about drinking baby duck when they're like that was like the first thing they drank yeah, my mom said too. Like, I think it was the Smirnoff Ice of like our parents' generation. Well, and it was so cheap. My dad said they used to just go get like a big thing of baby duck, and like everyone would drink it. And you know what? Tasting it now, if you were fourteen and trying mm. to get drunk and like wanted oh, something God. cheap, this would taste this good. Would yeah. be the best thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you get drunk on something that <laughs> well, you have to drink oh, a, but... a lot of it. Oh, I guess well, beer. Yeah, That's beer. Easily Beer's... get drunk. On <laughs> Yeah, wait a sec. Yeah, if you just poured a pint-sized glass, I mean, that's like just having a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I feel like there's a lot of sugar in this. And I yeah, feel like, I think it like it's leaving a weird feeling inside my it mouth. It truly tastes like a sour to me. It tastes like when you have like a beer that like, like I'm so obsessed with sours right now. And by like the third sip, yeah. I was like, I was trying to taste champagne. And then when I stopped trying to taste champagne and started trying to taste sour, I was like, no, oh, this is pretty good, actually. Right. So is Baby Duck, was it just in Canada or it was in America Um, as well? It seems like it was, um, well, it's Canadian, but then I think uh, there were all these like American um, imitate, like imitations. So there were like, um, there was like Fuddle Duck, Love a Duck, (laughs) Baby Bear. I would drink Fuddle Duck. I love it. Oh my God. Oh, um, oh, oh, I see cold turkey here as well. They call oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was probably like a hundred different imitations. And it's just, is it sparkling? Sorry, is it sparkling white wine with red wine? Um, yes. Yeah, it is. And okay. burgundy wines. That's red. Yeah. Right. Which is a nice wine, which this does not taste yeah. like. <laughs> right. Blend it together. <laughs> Whew. What a shit. Oh, you ruined everything. Um, but apparently um, by, so by 1983, so this is from like 67 and then it got popular in like 71. Um, mm-hmm. By the, by 83, it was kind of like, it had kind of peaked. So that's why we kind of don't, right. it's kind of a joke now. We don't really drink it. No one really buys yeah. it. You can still buy it. I mean, it's very available anywhere, but yeah, it kind of, you know, it kind of peaked with um, all the like um, wineries and stuff and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I guess it would be, it's like, it was the kind of first alcohol pop or whatever of its, of its time. time, right? Well, I'm looking at um, some of the ads here, too, as well, which are, like, interesting to see because it, it's reminiscent of almost, like, the early TELUS ads, you know, where that's, like, it's oh, yeah. such a sell feature to put, like, a cute little duck on something. And then the, who can resist a little baby duck is the, <laughs> is what their catchphrase was. So it's, like, it looks oh, okay. like it's just, yeah. like... I don't know, man. It's so cute and stupid and cheap. And... It is cute, and it still has the same logo. Yeah. <laughs> it's still got the same logo. Oh, does it? Okay. Uh, and the plastic cork. I yeah, the plastic yeah, cork. Sparkling rosé yeah. wine. Yeah. I don't know. Shit. Never buying this again. <laughs> I, <would call it. laughs> I might buy it again. <laughs> oh, can you come to Vancouver and get the rest of this one by five yeah. liter Send bottle? Of mail wine. it to me. Okay. <laughs> Right yeah. that's all i got yeah that's interesting scary. well good one lean that this yeah. was uh yeah. this was a fun pick for like this is pretty fun for exactly what the bachelorette is like it's, it's yeah good i think comparison. i think it's perfect oh it's pretty good uh i've got some interesting facts about bachelorette it only takes place over six to eight weeks so you have to pick the person that you're gonna marry in six to eight weeks and i think 
I read somewhere that you generally, the couples that end up together have about 72 hours together. Oh. Like throughout the whole of the six day week. You know, that kind of makes sense. It's like, I mean, yeah, yeah. time frame wise it does and like series wise it does, but it's just like, can you imagine marrying somebody after knowing them for 72 hours? No. Like, you haven't even had that time yet where somebody accidentally farts too loud in the toilet and you hear it and you make fun of it. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that's not, not That hasn't true. happened to you yet. That's <laughs> like not. <laughs> it's like, how do you know that you, how do you know, what if they don't think that kind of stuff's funny? I always get really judgy about this, but then I <laughs> met my husband four weeks later. I decided to move to the UK with him. So. And the rest is. I'm not one to judge. Was it only four weeks? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, then we had like three more months where we were still in Canada before we moved to the UK. But yeah, kind of like <laughs> four weeks in. I, was like, I don't think I knew that that was the time frame. Yeah, it was really irresponsible. Children don't do things. Like that. <laughs> it worked out in the end because yeah, obviously we love each other and it's great. But like, don't decide to move with a guy to a foreign country after dating him for four weeks. <laughs> my my parents knew each other for like a really long time before. Like they were like friends when they were kids, but they hadn't seen each other in like. 10 years and then we yeah. met each other at a party and within one year of meeting each other again they were uh married and pregnant like oh wow. like they were it was less than it was like because me and my sister are born like 11 months apart my brother was born previous it's like they yeah. already had him and then my parents got married and then they had me i came out and my sister was like they were like pregnant with their third in less than like two years of <laughs> knowing each other. Oh right. wow! Yeah, it's so, almost how you yeah. do it. <laughs> it was just like yeah, it was yeah. just like bang, 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 and it yeah. was like bang oh my out. god, yeah, it was crazy. Literally. <laughs> well, that and that's worked out well. They're still, they're still in love together. And, yeah. yeah, it is kind of a. Um, the Bachelorette actually has a better success rate for couples. So even though there's actually a lot less seasons of Bachelorette, they have seven couples that are still together versus three from the bachelor and actually only one of those was the original winner <laughs> bachelors seem to pick one lady and then be like no yeah, never mind i want the other it's one Wait, you know yeah. why because guys always pick the hottest craziest one and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, and they're like oh shit she crazy you've only known her for 72 hours you're like oh my god i just <laughs> i thought it was so hot when she threatened to burn the bed while i slept but now i can't <laughs> yeah, live a full life like that you're also not allowed to say process like i would be saying pros this is a fucking well i would be saying this is a fucking nightmare but they make you re-record it and say journey oh <laughs> gross that is awful that's why you hear Journey every like yes. three seconds on The Bachelor. Oh my god, that gangs me. Yeah. And is that that much nicer than <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We're on a journey together. Eh, what's, I guess it's going yeah. what's your journey? Getting famous and then not being loved after? Being on Instagram? <laughs> I mean, I love this journey of him making out with a whole bunch of other girls and me not getting any time with him because this journey that we're on is great. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. And I don't know what color his eyes yeah. are. Either. And I don't know his middle name or his last name. <laughs> or his true profession. Or his true. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, good episode, ladies. Yeah. Is this a good place to wrap it up? I think so. Oh, um, we blows. should thank our new. <laughs> yes. Sorry, that was stupid. Wrap it up. 
No, that was good. <laughs> Our new Patreon. Mm-hmm. Carla, do you want to do the honor? Patreon. Yes. Thank you, Lisa, for uh, joining as a new lifer. Yeah, Is that what we're calling them? Um, yeah. Carla wants to play so. this coy. Thank you, Carla's mom. We love you. <laughs> no, don't tell them it's my mom. That makes me seem... <laughs> Why? And people will want to join as patrons. Yeah. Don't you want to be in a club with my mom? Uh, you do. She's pretty, it's pretty cool. cute. If you want to become mm-hmm. a patron, just like Carla's lovely mother, we uh, <laughs> encourage you to go to the website www.lifepairingspodcast.com. And in the right hand top corner of the screen, you'll see a button that says, patreon and you can click on that and it'll take you through all the new exciting fun things that you'll get to see if you become a patron which includes things like bonus episodes video features q a's fun little games we like to do um all kinds of different little bonus uh, features and we add new things every month and it's like so fun and exciting yeah yeah so do that because we love you and um it helps us out a ton and keep listening if you like this episode we do this every thursday uh come back and do it again with Mm. us yeah and thanks very much to our guest yes thank you (laughs) lini i'm not i'm not super happy with you for making me drink this weird thing but i feel like i'm gonna be very right now It's good that we tried it, though. I feel like, yeah. you know, it's an experience you have to it have. It was. It's a learning experience. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> you, ladies. Thank you for having me again. All right. We'll see you uh, next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>